Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three, myself, Tam, and my man Kenny. How y'all doing? What it do, booze. What it do, booze. What it do, booze. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, y'all? How y'all feeling? Good, good. Yeah, Hi. I was going to speak for Renee. Even though we're both in California, we're on complete opposite sides of Los Angeles. Well, Renee's not even in Los Angeles. Wait, where you live at? Is that LA County, Renee? I think it's still part of LA County because we're just like over on the outskirts of going into, well, no, we, ha- we have to be in L.A. County because uh, Riverside is way too far away from me. And I think that's the next county over. Oh, yeah. You're still in L.A. County. Either way, mm-hmm. it's H-O to the T-T, as in hot, hot, <laughs> hot. Okay. Weekends. I guess we can. First of all, let me just start by saying this is a great week. You want to know why? Because we don't have much to talk about. And I know that sounds bad. And I know you guys are like, what? But I'm saying like, this was one of the first weeks where we don't have to talk about things that are non-NASCAR related. And what I mean by that, I don't know if you guys noticed, I was like, non-NASCAR. My speech got a little crazy. So let me start over. This is the first week that we do not have to talk about anything that's non-NASCAR. Renee, how was your weekend? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weekend was fantastic. Uh, and really not much to talk about, you know. It's, uh, I just kind of stayed around the house, uh, didn't really do too much. I got some stuff done here at the house, uh, just kind of did some things around here. That's pretty much it. I mean, I did some some running around, some errands uh, for the most part on, on uh, Saturday. But I stuck around the house, uh, got caught up on a couple of couple of new shows and uh just watch some movies and that's uh pretty much the extent of my weekend i don't know not not much, not, not a typical renee garcia weekend but nevertheless it was uh safe and at home well get used to it because i think we're gonna go back on lockdown stay at mm. home yeah I, I know so <laughs> netflix and chill kenny what did you do did you cook up some nice hot wings this week <laughs> um this week i didn't actually but after we're done recording this podcast, I am going to try this Cajun salmon recipe. It's got peppers, got red onions in it. It's going to, I think it's going to come out nice. I've never done nothing like this, so we're going to see how it turn out. But okay. not a lot of cooking for me this weekend because it's hot still. So I don't really want to cook that much as it is, but that's going to be the only thing I cook this weekend. <laughs> Other than that, of course, I watched a ton of racing this weekend, and I also picked up the brand new Formula One 2020 game. So. I've been plugging away at that, been putting a good amount of hours into it. Nothing too crazy like I used to, but been having a lot of fun with that. So that pretty much really summed up my weekend. I didn't really do too much but that itself. Okay, Chef Boy old Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Cooking it up, cooking up some salmon. Yeah, I actually made, no, I took out fish, but I didn't take out salmon. I think I will have salmon probably in a couple of days. I think Kenny and I, we discussed you. I sent you a photo. Of my barbecue salmon, right? Yeah, no, that looked good. It was delicious. I cook every day, twice a day, but I don't cook those type of meals. I mean, I cook the basics. Like, I bake fish, brown rice. That's it. I eat clean, like super clean. But, yeah. I Actually, though, I had barbecue yesterday. Whew, the thought of it just stopped me in my tracks. 
yeah. Yeah. I have to eat my own cooking because I decided not to come back out the house until August 3rd or August 2nd. So with that being said, it's going to be a long three weeks eating my own cooking because I just (laughs) like to eat out sometimes. But yeah, so I am in the house until August 2nd. And yeah, I'm watching Netflix. I would go on a whole hashtag Tam's rant, but I won't do that to you guys. I will say if you guys get an opportunity, make sure to check out this movie called Only on Netflix. It stars Leslie Odom Jr. and Frida Pinto, I think is her name. I may be mispronouncing it, but yeah, it was really good. And I did watch some racing, but not as much as Kenny. I did watch the Formula One race. Shout out to Lewis Hamilton. I don't know what to say about Ferrari. I'm just going to leave it at that. As you guys know, (laughs) I am split between Mercedes and Ferrari because I am loyal to the Mercedes-Benz brand. But I visualize myself in a Ferrari. And until that day comes, I ride with both. When I get my actual Ferrari and I'm behind the wheel, I'm just going to leave Mercedes in the dust. But saying that to say, <laughs> I was a little bit baffled at what happened at the beginning of the Formula One race. I'm going to let Kenny talk about Formula One. And I, you watched the IndyCar race. I know you watched one of them. So you can have at it. Or actually, should we jump into some NASCAR talk and then talk about that? Yeah, let's do that first. Okay. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, because this is a NASCAR podcast, but we talk about a little bit of everything. Okay, Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. Let me start off by saying, before the race, I asked everyone on the Twitter, what kind of racing will we see today at Kentucky? Hashtag NASCAR, hashtag Quaker State 400. 25.5% said good, 36.2% said bad. And 38.3% said, ugly. The race got quite (laughs) ugly for some racers, but I will give you the top 10 and some notables, and you can figure out who it was ugly for. Go Custer, the rookie, won his first race. I think that was his first ever lap that he led in the cup race. And when I say his first race, obviously I'm talking about his first cup race. He led a lap and he won the race. Truex Jr., he came in P2 after leading 57 laps. Matt DiBenedetto came in third, and kudos to Matt, because actually Matt gave Cole Custer the push that propelled him to make a maneuver to hit the checker flag. Well, technically, he didn't hit the checker flag, but you know what I'm saying. I got a little caught up. He took the checker (laughs) flag, but you know what I'm saying. Harvick came in P4. Kurt Busch, I don't recall hearing his name all day, but he came in P5. Ryan Blaney, who was there at the end, he kind of did something and then he hit Harvick and Harvick had a tire rub and you saw the race, you know how it went. He came in sixth, Christopher Bell seventh, Eric Amarola, who actually led 128 laps, came in eighth, Brad Keselowski, who led 34 laps, came in ninth, and Tyler Reddick came in tenth. Notables, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, Jimmy just can't get right. Like I said on the Twitter, Jimmy is having a Danica Patrick kind of year. After recovering from COVID-19 and coming back, because he missed last week, you guys already know that, he came in P18. 
The notable that I said that I was going to say all year long, my guy, my quiet assassin, Matt Kenzie, came in P25. The other two notables, Denny Hamlin, P12. And he's a notable because I don't want to, I don't want to talk about Denny. I thought Denny was going to get back at what happened last week and come back. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I thought he was going to get back and come back, figure it out. A lot. Yeah, of people I thought he was going to have a way better race. Yeah. And then my other notable is Kyle to the B, as in Kyle Bush. He came in P21, 21st place. He's a notable because this is just unlike Kyle Bush. Like, Dude, what what is happening with Rowdy? Yeah, I don't know. He catches an attitude even if he comes in second. So I can imagine like what his emotions are right now. Yeah. <laughs> After this whole year. No kidding. Uh, it's been rough on him. So last thing I will say about Kentucky. As you guys know, at the end of stage two, we always ask this one simple question. Are you enjoying the race? And this week was no different. We asked on the Twitter are you enjoying the Quaker State 400 at Kentucky? Comment and vote. 18% said, yep, I am. 16% said, not at all. 54% said, it could be better. And 12% said, I don't like Kentucky. And to be quite honest, and Kenny, you can take it from here. Is it that people just don't like Kentucky? Man, I think it's probably a combination of that. I think ever since they did the repave and widen the, the corners and bank them a whole lot higher than what they were before. A lot of people were already not too big fans of Kentucky. I think probably the only thing, and ironically enough, is that a few years later, 2015, for my NASCAR fans that's been around at least that long, they tried to load down for its package. It worked. It was good. I remember that race clear as day. It was really, really good. It came down to Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski. It was fun. It was a great race, 100%. I love that race. But I guess ever since then, really hasn't been so much of that. Last year, of course, we got the Bush brothers going at it for one and two, and obviously Kurt came home with the victory. That race had a great finish, just like how we got again this weekend. And I'm again, based on the poll, Seems like people weren't really too pleased about it besides the surprise finish. Because, I mean, we got a rookie to win the race, and we haven't had a rookie to win a race since 2016. So it's been a while since that's happened. So that's just going to elevate that. So whenever Jeff Gluck's poll comes out, I can almost guarantee you that thing is going to skyrocket way, 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 way up in the yes only because of that happening. I think that doesn't happen. Uh, most people that voted on our poll that were on the no side are probably going to be the same ones voting no on his poll. So it, it's tough. And again, to be honest, I thought the Xfinity race, both of them were pretty, pretty good compared to compared to Sunday's race. But again, solid finish. So I guess that's going to be the one that takes the cake. Kenny, question for you. And, and just an observation. I thought that it was ironic that I feel like for the last week, with the exception of the cup race, Every race, whether it was the IndyCar race last week, and I think the same thing happened this week, as well as in the Xfinity race this week at Kentucky, there's been some type of incident in the first couple of laps. Yeah, we did have a lot of that. And I mean, Kentucky was a prime example of that. And I guess, of course, if you listen to some of the driver's radios, the problem was, for one, there was no practice. So the track doesn't have any rubber on it. Plus, it rained more than once this weekend. And the track was pretty dirty, as many drivers would say, which means there's a lot of a lot of particles, dirt, whatever it is, sand, rocks 
that are all built up on the residue of whatever else. Right. And it's all built up on the top of the racetrack. So when drivers are on that edge, and this happened to Kyle Bush, matter of fact, when he spun out or almost spun out, that's what happened to him was he got way too high. And the first thing he was saying was the track needs to be clean, and which I can understand 100%. But I think the combination of the PJ1 and the way it set everything up, it made Kentucky a one-lane track versus where it used to be a multi-group racetrack. But when that PJ1's down, you have to be in that, literally, to make sure you don't wreck like you saw a lot of people wreck. Like, I mean, the truck race, even though I got ended early because of rain, there were a ton of wrecks in the beginning, and mainly because of that happening, people getting people slipping and sliding into PJ1. So it's a tough deal when that happens. IndyCar, uh, <laughs> the starts at Road America in general can be pretty hectic, and both on Saturday and Sunday, I would say we got a little bit of that. Just Sunday was a little bit worse because it took out a couple cars, including Will Power. But yeah, so... It's been tough, but again, I think the no practice as well for a lot of these guys is also harming them, especially on the NASCAR side. Such as this weekend, it's crazy because we don't really have much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, There are other podcasts and other YouTubers that are probably going way in, but the way we talk about NASCAR, I think that's pretty much it. Unless we can, well, I guess we can talk about the All-Star Race, but I feel like how do we talk about that? Because everything that we're doing is just so different. Will they even have any practice laps at the All-Star Race? Probably not. Like, But I guess we can talk about the fact that the All-Star Race is at Bristol. That's pretty interesting. For the first time, we are having an All-Star Race on a short track. Yeah, I don't know. Is there much of a story there? I guess the story is after the race. Yeah. To see how many cars actually finished the race, but <laughs> Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to put it. I mean, I guess the only other two notable things we got from the weekend, of course, obviously we highlighted IndyCar. Felix Rosenquist, he was a rookie, so we got two rookies winning in the same day. He outdrove Patrick Award at the end of the race at Road America, so he got a win. I guess the other thing is Austin Sendrick, when he won Xfinity on Thursday and Friday, he was the first driver to win back-to-back since 1971, and that was the king himself, Richard Petty, was the last to do it. And, of course, had a little bit of a scuffle with Harrison Burton and Noah oh, Gregson. Yeah. Did y'all see that? I forgot <laughs> about the fight. Yeah, that was something. Did y'all see any of that? Oh, you know what? I forgot about the fight. Renee, did you watch it? I didn't, but uh, I'm going to have to go back and check that out. That's Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, it, it was the talk of Twitter for a little bit. I don't know. But yeah, I did catch the highlights of the fight. I actually feel like I watched a little bit of that race. As you guys know, I don't really. I say this every week. I kind of <laughs> dibble and dabble with Xfinity races. But I did watch some of that race. And I saw the fight after the fact. Or actually, no, I think I text you right after. Maybe I took a nap. See, that's the thing when you know, <laughs> I'm always napping. So it's like, why is this kept? I was yeah. actually napping for the first stage of the race at Kentucky. So I started off like, yay. And I remember texting Kenny because I was like, wait, did they do the command? Like DW gave a long-winded prayer. And I feel bad for using the words long-winded when anyone's praying. But when you're on national TV <laughs> and you're at the start of a race, it kind of like, uh. but I thought him and his wife did a great job. But then I remember I was like, wait, did they do? 
the command. I was like, did I doze off and miss it? But yeah, Kenny actually texted me and showed the, <laughs> the baseball player did the command. But I don't think they televised it. I don't know. I missed it somehow. It was quick because I swear I turned around for like five seconds. And then when you texted me, I'm like, it was quicker than that right. prayer. <laughs> I looked up. I'm like, wait. Did I miss it? I'm like, hold up. And then I, I saw it on um Twitter. It was Joe. It was Joey Votto. I know Renee probably knows for baseball sake from the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. I was so confused because yeah, I was Red. like, wait, oh, that happened that fast. They were rolling. By the time I turned my head back, they were rolling down pit road. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, that was fast. I definitely <laughs> took a nap because I'm going to tell you guys, this is a real short hashtag Tam's rant, but. I took a nap, but I remember I kept telling myself I needed to wake up because there was some food waiting on me. And of course, when I finally got myself together, <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, where's my food? I got to go in the kitchen and cook something to eat. And so then I watched the rest yep. of the race. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, I guess we can talk about Texas. Give our predictions and call it a day. All right. If that's okay. Let's do it. That's fine. It is time for some predictions. There's no fancy predictions and all that badness. It's just, Renee, who you got? It's time for race predictions. All right, so here we go. Gosh, I'm so compelled to go with this driver, and I don't know why. And I think maybe it's because I keep feeling sorry for this guy, and I keep, I, 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 I think that he's going to turn it around. And I think you guys know that I, I, it's like I wanna, I wanna pick Kyle Busch, but I, I just don't see him winning anytime soon. I just, I just haven't seen enough of him driving in that mindset of where he's going to pull out a win anytime soon. So I hope that he, uh, gets better this week. But with that being said, I am gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Joey Logano here on this one. Um, I don't know why I, I feel like, uh, and compelled that I wanna pick Joey Logano, but I'm gonna pick Joey Logano as my winner. And I guess if I have to take an alternative pick, I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney on that. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. What do you say, Kenny? All right. We are going to Texas Motor Speedway. And, of course, there's rumors surrounding Texas. People think that there is a chance that Texas may get rescheduled due to the spike in COVID-19, which I can believe in some regard. But, of course, we got to wait till everything comes out as official. This is a, a ever-changing situation, as we've seen, just like with Bristol being the all-star race where it was originally slated for Charlotte. That was behind the reason, of course. And so that's how we got Bristol. So it wouldn't shock me, but we don't know just yet. So, of course, our predictions are going to stand regardless. doesn't matter what happens. And still got to give you guys a little bit of a history lesson when it comes to Texas. 1997 was the first race at Texas. Jeff Burton was your winner. That's my guy. In case y'all don't know, my dad went to school with him. I grew up as a fan of him. And of course, that's how I got into NASCAR. But of course, if you are brand new to this podcast, you may have not known that. So that's a bonus history lesson for you. However, coming up on Sunday, this will be the 39th race at Texas. We've been going to Texas twice a year since 2005. Greg Biffle won the spring race and Carl Edwards won in the fall. Man, it has been a long time since we have said his name on the podcast or Uncle Cousin Carl, <laughs> as Tam would put it. But of course, we already know who is one of the most winningest drivers that is active at Texas. is the one and only seven times himself, Jimmy Johnson, who also has won at Texas seven times. His last win at Texas was in 2017 during the spring race. And it feels almost like that was eons ago, let alone that was just three years ago. But still, that's just how that stands. But 
I'm just going to go back to at least 2012 sake for him <laughs> and just list a couple of winners we've had in the past. We've had Greg Biffle, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, Jimmy Johnson once again, Joey Logano, and Jimmy Johnson from 2014 through 15 won a couple races there. Then, of course, we've got Kyle Busch, Carl Edwards, Jimmy Johnson again, and that was his last one. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick once more, Denny Hamlin in the spring, and Kevin Harvick, who dominated last year's fall race, of course. So with that being said, who should I go with? It seems like I'm going to rock exactly with Renee and his picks. I'm going to pick a Ford as well. Not from the Penske camp, though. I'm going from the Stuart Haas camp. I'm going with Kevin Harvick to win once again this season, who is who has had a great one at that. And then from alternative pick, I'm going to pick the spring wear from 2019. I'm rolling with Denny Hamlin. So with that being said, Miss Tam, what are your picks? Kenny was like, okay, you know what? Tam has not given the history lesson in a couple of episodes. <laughs> so I'm just going to take it upon myself to do her job. Yeah, I like the way he did that. Well done, young man. Well done. <laughs> yes, yes. Well played there, brother. Wait, are, were you trying to tell me I talk too much? I didn't say those words. Okay. Did you hear that, Renee? I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. <laughs> so on that note. You're not going to get me on that side, no. I <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to make him my alternative pick. I don't know when the last time he got a top 10, but I'm just going to go with Clint Boyer just to make things a little bit more exciting. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have a lot of enthusiasm behind my, my pick. When I said his name, okay. but yeah. Okay. I am actually going to go with Harvick. I just feel like Harvick got cheated, even though technically he didn't get cheated. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like Keelan won his first go kart race and he wanted to bring home a trophy for the family to compete with his son. Well, I shouldn't say compete, but you guys know what I'm saying. But I felt like he wanted <laughs> yeah. to bring a trophy home to Keelan to say, yes, daddy did it as well, but it didn't work out that way. So maybe this week. And we already talked about All-Star, but I'm also just going to throw a name out there. I'm like, Jimmy going to get right at Bristol for the All-Star mm. race. So right those on. are my picks. And as Renee would say, well, Renee tell stories so i'm not gonna say i'm sticking to him just kidding <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say tam i talk too much <laughs> <laughs> that's it right there all right well listen guys uh we appreciate you uh listening to us and then uh, if you got any picks that you'd like to give us in love let us know who your picks are send it to us on our social media across the board like tam always says at turns no breaks that's at turns no breaks hit us up we always appreciate you listening to us each and every week and as I like to say all the time, be kind to each other. Be safe. Wear a mask if you have to go outside. And just be careful and take care of one another as if you would like to be taken care of, just as yourself would love to. Thank you so much for listening to us. For Tam, Kenny, myself, that's another episode of All Turns No Breaks. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 